1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard Rangers are level at half time in Braga But going through as things stand Scott Brown's in Olivier and Cham is out of Celtic's clash with Copenhagen And St Mirren get a huge result at the bottom As Motherwell's woes continue Let's quickly go back to Braga Just before the second half kicks off And get a quick catch up with Andrew McLean who's in the stadium yeah, well it's Braga nil, Rangers nil at half time but Rangers will be kicking themselves going into this second half because not only did they spawn two golden opportunities Florian Camberry having one saved and Ryan Kent dragging a shot wide from a very good position Yanis Hadji also had a penalty saved right before the break it was a handball in the box, VAR checked it after it was given it stood, Yanis Hadji stepped up to take it but it was a good save by Matthias. he clawed it away after diving to his right hand side Braga have dominated the ball in this game by Rangers that have definitely had the best of the chances and they probably feel as if they should be ahead in this game it should give them some confidence though going into this second half that they can grab a goal if they will need one tonight with a half time score in the second half just about to kick off is Braga nil, Rangers nil and joining me in the studio bracing ourselves for a huge 45 minutes is Jim Duffy and Mark Guidi well certainly the first 45 minutes very entertaining uh, good open game both sides plenty of mistakes as well from both sides which led to opportunities but there's no doubt that Rangers should have scored at least two goals they've missed a penalty from Hadji it was a good save but nonetheless he should have scored and halfway through uh, the first half Hadji brilliant play to set up Ryan Kent inside the box and he's failed to hit the target from 13-14 yards when he should have scored at the other end Alan McGregor's had one really good save but certainly plenty for Rangers to be optimistic about but you just hope Gordon that the chances missed in the first half don't come back to haunt them it's an aggregate score of 3-2 in favour of Rangers Jim they're going through as things stand but they have had three Huge chances in this game The best of which being the penalty But two glorious opportunities aside from that as well Yeah, magnificent chances really at this level They've got to take at least one of them But uh, you know, the, the good thing from Rangers' point of view They are playing well And you know, Braga look you know very sloppy at times um, You know, because Rangers you know, are nicking the ball in midfield And then Camberry's got to be cleverer You know, he's been cut offside too many times and if he just bends his run a little bit and times it, he'll, he'll definitely get another opportunity because they're playing so high. But um, Stephen Gerrard, there'll be mixed emotions at half-time because his team have played well. Listen, they're still ahead in the tie, but they could have put this tie to bed. So very frustrating time. And from Braga's point of view, I think their manager will be delighted that they're still level at half-time because they really, as I said, the game could have been out of sight as far as Rangers are concerned with the chances they've had. Bit of a strange one for us tonight A 5 o'clock kick-off on a Wednesday I don't know if we've ever had one of them before But we're getting used to these schedules Chopping and changing So Rangers fans If you want to talk to us throughout the game And let us know what you're making of it As things progress We'd love to have you 01419511025 And the good thing is If you can't do two things at once This game will be finished just before 7 And we're here until 8 o'clock Getting all of your immediate reaction Celtic fans building up to a huge game tomorrow Scott Brown back Olivier and Cham out, are you confident of going through? Who would you pick in your starting eleven? And what about you, St Mirren and Motherwell fans? You'll be sick of the sight of each other, but St Mirren certainly with the bragging rights recently, and what a big result that was at the bottom last night. Just a huge week of football, Jim. Every week seems to be a huge week of football, and this is no different. Yeah, when you come to the stage uh, late February, you know you get to the nitty gritty parts of the season. That w- what's important, you know, where 
where um, you know results just add that little bit more significance and uh, you know again none bigger than, than 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 for Rangers tonight you know in terms of you know how their season you know could have a major impact on it by having a positive result tonight obviously a disappointing result of the weekend criticism from the manager and you know he's asked for a real test so far they've stood up to that test of character and not only the character but playing wise but as Mark said you know listen it was a good save from Yanis uh, Hadji's penalty but these are opportunities that, that you have to take but, and as you say the other games tomorrow night and then at the weekend yeah there's some fantastic uh, football ahead uh, uh, you know for, for all, all the teams concerned Hopefully Rangers aren't counting the cost of that missed penalty Mark Guidi but if they are and again it was a good save so it's not about blaming Yanis Hadji as such 6 out of 10 penalties missed for Rangers this season yeah. it was Tavernier they moved on to Morelos he missed they moved on to Arfield he missed albeit he scored the rebound and they've moved on to Yanis Hadji and he missed as well so it's it's been a real problem from the spot this season yeah it's been costly and you think you know probably one of the, the biggest misses has been the one in the, the League Cup final when had you know Morelos score that would have made it one all, and you'd have fancied Rangers to go on uh, and won the cup so yeah they've, they've paid the price for missing from the 12 yard um, range but certainly the good thing is Gordon there might have been a concern because the penalty was missed right in the stroke of half time that there might have been a hangover effect going into the second half but there's not been Rangers have started really well, a couple of chances, in fact once or twice they've actually been queued up to put the ball uh, in the back of the net, the final ball's just not been good enough, but I know there's 40 minutes to go, however, and Rangers are through at the moment, Braga need to score, but if Rangers score one, I don't know about you Jim, but I don't see Braga being anywhere near scored another two goals, I think Rangers just want, listen I know they're through to yeah. now, but just to be safe, I think just one goal away from going through to the last 16. I think that Braga's a shadow of the team that played at Ibrox. Yeah. I don't know whether it was just the fact that they could play with the shackles off and Rangers <coughs> took the game to them and that left space, whereas Rangers away from home in Europe, tactically under Stephen Jeddah have been excellent in, 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 in all of the games over the last couple of seasons and tonight no different, but they've just a little bit more care uh, and and they'll definitely get themselves into the uh, into the last sixteen. So they've got to make sure that um, you know they, they just concentrate, not do anything silly at the back because they they will get chances. And the longer the game goes on, the more they will Braga will push up and again that will create Rangers. more space yeah. as well. And I really hope this statement doesn't come back to bite me. You can remind me of it mm -hmm. if it does. Mm -hmm. But with less than a, a game and a half to go, if you like, for our two clubs. In a pretty good place to see two teams through How nice would that be on Friday morning If again we're counting those lovely coefficient points And also looking ahead to some potentially really You know glamorous ties in the next round Look I, I have to be honest But at 5-5 uh, at five to five tonight Did I fancy Rangers to go through? No I thought they might have been On the end potentially of a sore one This evening in Portugal But looking at it now Gordon I'd take Rangers 90% to get through I really fancy them And I would give Celtic 70-30 um, Tomorrow night Celtic certainly um, in the driving seat So yeah I'd agree with you I'm very optimistic That both teams Will be in the draw On Friday morning Yeah I mean again uh, You know Rangers are doing What they have to do The only thing That's missing so far Is just that, that goal Which the play deserves They've been the better side They've been the more Composed side um, Tactically they, As I said They look really switched on um, Really what Alan McGregor Said a comfortable save uh, Bragg have made one substitution They're going to make another substitution They're having to change it Because there's so many of their, 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 their players underperforming 
But listen, it just takes one lapse of concentration or one moment of magic and you could find yourself all that good work going to waste. Right, 50 minutes gone. Rangers fans, what are you making of this so far? Are you happy because you're going through as things stand? Happy with the performance? Or have you got that lingering fear, that lingering frustration that those missed chances might just come back to haunt you? This is the perfect time to call us and let us know. 01419511025. And Celtic fans, this is, well, the night before the big game for you. So come on, pick your team. Tell us how confident you are It's a year in the job now For Neil Lennon Yeah, a year well. today yeah. A year today So why not give him A report card How's he done In that year in charge Let us know 0141 951 1025 Or you can tweet At Clyde SSB Jeffrey is a Rangers fan From Giffnock What are you making of this So far Jeffrey? Um, we should be through yeah. um, I'm, I'm frustrated Because we're creating A lot of chances and to think this time last week we were 2 0 down um, coming into the second half. Um, I'm just beginning to wonder whether the players want to win Europe more than they do do the league. Um, Edmondson has played well. It's been a good day. Uh, maybe he should have played last week. I don't know. Uh, maybe he should have played on Saturday. But I mean, I'm just frustrated at what I'm watching. Is you know, it, one it, one week one week we're playing well, the next week we're playing bad. What, yeah, I mean, J- Jeffrey mentioned you know about the players wanting it, Jim. Is it maybe because Europe just suits Rangers? I mean, if you think over the course of Stephen Gerrard, you could. I was going to say you can count on one hand. I don't even know if, if they've had any really bad results in Europe at all. You look at the list of away venues they've gone undefeated: Villarreal, Porto, Feyenoord, Liga, Warsaw, etc. Something about Europe suits them. Yeah, again, as I said before, they're not having to force the game, and that can sometimes help helps a team like Rangers if they're you know they're, they're you know organised or compact. Whereas maybe they're having to take the game like Jeffrey's saying there. Maybe the weekend they're, they're expected to take the game to St Johnston. They leave a little bit more space. Maybe the concentration levels are not quite at the same level. Whereas in Europe, they know that generally speaking, if you're not you know, right at the maximum, then the opposition will punish you. So your your focus and your your concentration, your organisation has to be spot on. But you can also, you know, sit off the pace a little bit at times, and then when you win it, spring on the counter attack. And that that uh, style for me seems to suit suit Rangers um, away. But listen, they've still got a lot of work ahead of them. But as Jeffrey said, really, they should they should be they should be almost you know in, in the next round by now with the chances I've had. You know, you, you take a game away from home against a good side. Um, and you've 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 just contr- as far as I'm concerned controlled the game. What on earth is happening with these penalties, Jeffrey? I don't know. <laughs> you tell me. <laughs> I don't know either. <laughs> I mean, um, I thought I had you would score. Then I had my dad on the phone at half time saying it was the wrong person to take the the penalty. But but a player like Hadji, you would think ball back in net. Obviously not. But can I just ask you something? Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if you've seen the. Uh, in the replays but I am convinced when Hadji hit that ball the goalkeeper was off the line yeah he was off the line uh, yeah, both, uh, feet, yeah. both feet were uh, off the line so should that not have been taken and there's another chance yeah. I, I'm not sure about VAR's ruling now because I know in England they don't look at um, you know yeah. as in the, the, the if the goalkeeper's you know no, no got one foot on the line I'm not sure if in, in the Europa League if that's the case or not but listen I think that uh, Jeff, you, we all know about all the you can, you can go on over you like but the bottom line is listen 
Hadji's got to score. Uh, I mean, every every you know penalties, mm. you know goalkeepers will more often than not take a little a gamble. Well, but, that's what I was going to say. He's got to, he's got to score. To and then, the, the penalty taker is is obviously I've tried everybody. I mean, Tavernier had a few. <laughs> obviously, Morel's not playing tonight. You know, Scott Arfield, Rank. It doesn't matter who it is. You would expect Hadji to score, mm. and he struck it well, and it was a good save, but. It's an unbelievable opportunity to get yourself uh, in front. To be fair to Charlie, and I can almost hear people saying, "Well, you know, that's not the point. Mm. Rules are rules. Mm. If he was off the line, it should have been retaken." Mm. And, and I do get that, Mark. But it's not—it <laughs> was not one of those where he's come way off the line, and it's really, no. it's really benefited the goalkeeper and given the advantage to him. I don't know. Maybe they're trying to apply a little bit of common sense because we saw, in fact, it was. Scotland's women's team Wasn't yeah, it Yeah but she was appalling During, during decision. the, the summer was, And it was It was a disgrace She got booked for it mm. And she she was in the very She actually stood mm. at watch And she was totally She couldn't move Otherwise she, she ran the risk Of being sent off If she saved it And that's far too strict When it's a natural movement For a penalty kick It's a natural movement And the natural movement is You take one step forward Which the mm. The braggart goalkeeper Happened to do When he, when he saved it I don't think it was Off his line Jeffrey. To any extent There was a, a real Unfair advantage It was just his Natural movement So I would have to As much as I want to see Rangers score it I'd have to defend the goal And say I was glad He wasn't penalised for that Because it would be Totally unfair Who's next Jeffrey? Do you go back To James Tavernier? Does Barisic get a go at it? Alan McGregor About that stage yet? What's next for Rangers From the spot? Um, uh, from the penalty spot That's a very good question Um I really couldn't answer that If I'm being honest I mean I don't want to start saying um, certain players I mean Listen As long as we win um, I don't care how we win it But can I just ask you About the, the weekend With Hearts In the Scottish Cup If Rangers play Like this tonight Do you think Rangers Could go a long way In the Scottish Cup as well? Well they're only one step away For the semi-final um, At the moment Jeffrey Do you fancy Rangers To beat Hearts On Saturday night Half past five kick-off Yes I do I think Rangers Will be in the draw uh, the semi-final draw for, uh, for April um, and can Rangers win it? Absolutely. If you're in the semi-final then you've got every chance of winning it. The cup final is on May the 9th and uh, you know we all know how long it's been since Rangers last won uh, a major trophy. So I think at the moment the Scottish Cup is Rangers' best chance of picking up silverware so they'll be absolutely determined that it gets off to a good start on Saturday night against Hearts. It's almost difficult, Jim, to, to, to put too much attention to that game at the moment because the outcome of this one could change so much yeah. having said that given Rangers recent woes in the league I don't think there's any doubt the Scottish Cup becomes incredibly important yeah I mean obviously with recent, the points that they've dropped recently you know this is their best chance of silverware there's no, there's no, there's no doubt about it but uh, you know the tonight's game could have a huge impact just in terms of confidence if Rangers won tonight I mean the confidence again from being down at the weekend immediately you know gets gets um, gets a lift and players start believing again and thinking listen okay we've had a blip but we're back on track again and 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 I think that uh, as I said, I think that uh, Rangers are more than good enough to to, to beat Hearts. Hearts haven't really moved on from that time of beating Rangers. Uh, you know when uh, Liam Boyce just came into the team, but um, since then Hearts haven't really progressed. And I, and I still think Rangers are at their best. But I think tonight also tells you a little bit for me anyway. And although Flown Camberry did well at the weekend when he came on, I think a Morelis tonight would have made an unbelievable difference to Rangers because of the, his pace, his power, his times, his runs better. And the way Braga play that high line, I think it would have been tailor-made for Morella. So he's got to look at his discipline because I think it's having a huge impact or it could yeah. have a more of an impact if Rangers don't go on to win this game tonight. 
Yeah, he's since the turn of the year, Jim, it's had a negative impact from the red card that Celtic mm. part, which ruled him out of the first few games mm. after the break, which didn't allow him to get into a rhythm. Mm. Uh, and you look at him, you look at his body shape compared to what it was September, October. He doesn't look as lean. He's lost a bit of sharpness by the look of it, even in front of goal. But by the way, he can still come good. He can still play yeah. a massive role uh, for it. But I, I just think that in the since the winter break, his, his discipline hasn't been good enough and he really needs to get that back in 59 life. 59 minutes gone. Braga nil, Rangers nil. Rangers still leading 3-2 on aggregate. A bit of... Territory and set pieces for Braga at the moment But over the piece Openings, opportunities Clear-cut chances Rangers definitely in front in this one Let's take another call from Charlie in Airdrie Hi Charlie How you doing? Not too uh, bad, how are you doing? Are you Sitting right in my nails here You shouldn't be Charlie You should be relaxed Because uh, if, if Rangers were taking the opportunities Because you know the, the opportunities have been unbelievable haven't they? Football's never oh, relaxing Still got to put it in the net yep. You know what I mean? But the thing is, I mean, I would admit it might sound stupid, but I don't think it is stupid. See me there, get another penalty. Send McGregor up to take it. No, you're not being serious. Oh, no, come on, listen. Send McGregor up to take it. Really? He'll well, hammer it. Well, Ryan Kent's there and goal, and he scored. Rangers have taken the lead. Braga nil. Rangers won. Ball over the top. Ryan Kent, much criticised recently, and that just shows why Stephen Gerrard persevered. He raced onto it, kept his composure, slotted it in at the far post. Braga nil. Rangers won. Four two on aggregate. Deserved Jim Duffy Absolutely We're just waiting to see Make sure the VAR Because these are the things Nowadays Can you over celebrate Because He's obviously bent his run It looks perfectly timed But you've still got to wait Those few seconds Just to make sure That he's 100% And even the Rangers players Now are just thinking Right okay (laughs) Is he 100% on Because They they play such a high line They're right on He's on his own half He's on his own half That's going to count on Absolutely perfect timing Beautiful ball from Hadji Beautiful A great run It's a great finish Because it's on his weaker left foot yeah. And he's Again a player who Missed us absolute sit on the first half His confidence could have been shot But he didn't He got his body across the defender the Defender couldn't touch him It was a red card And a magnificent finish Putting Rangers in an Unbelievably strong position now Charlie, And deservedly so Charlie you can breathe a sigh of relief now surely Oh I am um, That's something Some of the 7 million pound <laughs> back now Yeah no, no I tell you what what a lovely first touch he's got. He's taken his first touch into goal. I mean, you look at the, how difficult that finish was. It was a lot easier the chance that he missed in the first half. But that's exactly the kind of thing that Ryan Kent has been crying out for since the turn of the year. He's just been, I think sometimes he's been trying too hard, Jim. And to go and get a finish like that in such an important game, if that turns out to be the winning goal, that will do his confidence the world a good. Yeah, I, I just think that he's a, he's a boy that, you know, has to mix his game up a little bit. He put one great cross in in the first half. Where you know he's left his left foot, which he hasn't done enough of, and I think that's what happened. Strikers are never quite sure because nine times out of ten he wants to check onto that right foot, but this time he gets his body position in front of the defender. Defender mm-hmm. then can't touch him, mm-hmm. so he can then just calm himself down. And it's that calmness with his left foot shows he's got a really good left foot, and then just caressed into the far corner. It was a great goal, great run, but. As I say, there's something that Rangers must have looked at tactically because I mean they're they're literally in their own half. I mean, yeah. shocking defending, right. but fantastic play from Rangers. Fantastic play. Rangers very much in the driving seat. One 0 up on the night. Four two up on aggregate. Are we going to get the first Scottish team through to the next round of the Europa League? It's oh one four one nine five one one zero two five for you to join us. We're about to hear from Neil Lennon previewing tomorrow's game with Copenhagen. And of course, he's a year in the job. Celtic fans, what does the report card look like? You tell us 01419511025 and we'll hear from Neil Lennon next. 
Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Road Accident Solicitors. The compensation you deserve when you've been sidelined. Talk to Thompson's.com. Jim Duffy and Mark Guidi here with me, Gordon Duncan, and it's so far so good for Rangers. Braggon nil, Rangers won on the night, 4 2 on aggregate. And as things stand, Rangers are comfortably through to the next round of the Europa League, but about 25 minutes to go all in, Mark Guidi. And they just have to do what they've been doing so far and, and carry on this type of performance. Yeah, just stay, you know, resolute, stay concentrated. You know, Braga starting to come into a wee bit more the last two or three minutes. But that said, the final ball, they're, they're, they're very sloppy, actually, um, Braga. And, and Rangers, to me, Braga don't look as if they've got a goal in them. I think Rangers could hurt them again. Uh, on the counter-attack But I'm sure Granted the last 20 minutes now Steven Gerrard Will be looking at Making one or two uh, Changes Just for fresh legs Just to go on there And keep it a bit more um, Compact But uh, Just to go back to the goal For anybody that's just joined us 61st minute Ryan Kent A beautiful finish Lovely ball From Yanis uh, Hadji And um, Kent timed his run Perfectly To stay on side Manny's great first touch Held off a defender Then a cool finish From 15-16 yards To put um, Rangers into the lead So a really really good performance From Rangers And at the moment I fancy them all day long To bend to the hat On Friday morning Gordon Bit of defending to do here But Scott Arfield does it well So hopefully this is part one Of a Scottish double In Europe So Celtic fans Good time for you to get in touch What are you expecting tomorrow How confident are you Scott Brown's back Olivier and Cham's out So come on Pick your team And of course Give us your report card For Neil Lennon A year back in the job how would you assess his return to the club? 0141-951-1025 Give us a call right now He doesn't want any complacency from the players or fans Tomorrow looking to reach the last 16 It's one all ahead of tomorrow as you all know And the manager knows nothing can be taken for granted They're quietly confident You know they're at home Their home record's good uh, But there'll be no complacency Or taking anything for granted Copenhagen gave us a really tough second half out there. Um, we had to work really hard to, you know, avoid going behind. We didn't start the second half well. You know, we, we counter-attacked well in the second half, but we could play a lot better than what we did in the second half. The first half performance was was superb. We weren't able to carry that on, and maybe a job was probably a fair result on the night. But with the chances we created and the good chances we created, we felt we could have come away with them in. Copenhagen are a dangerous team and. There's no formalities at this stage of the competition for anyone, um, well, unless other teams have a big lead from the first leg. This, it's one each, you know. The tie could psychologically switch either way, you know. Hopefully, we can get the first goal and get on the front foot, but um, we're going to have to earn the right to play. So Neil Lennon's quietly confident, but Celtic fans, what about you? Are you quietly confident, loudly confident, somewhere in between? <laughs> Tell us right now. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. How confident should Celtic be? Yeah, I think they should be. I mean, Celtic are playing very well. I have done, you know, for a for a good number of weeks now. And uh, you know, the, the only thing that people will be wondering is the system to play. Um, you know, uh, is it going to go back to the the trusted, um, you know, four two three one, um, or is he going to stick with the the three five two? Um, I think they'll stick with the three five two tomorrow night because the two strikers, I said, have been immense. Uh, Christie, I think, will come into midfield alongside McGregor and Brown. Oh, he's suspended, sorry, well, Christie's Christie suspended. suspended yes, yes. He won't come into the, the, the midfield then. So, I mean, whether it's Rogic or not, um, we're not sure. But for me, I think that um, Celtic have got enough quality 
um, to beat Copenhagen and again similar to, to a lot of teams at home when they've got the, the, the advantages concentration Big chance for Braga header mm. off the outside of the post but Rangers still leading and 4-2 on aggregate as well how confident should Celtic be Mark tomorrow? Well, I said at the top of the show I would make Celtic 70-30 um, favourites to go through I don't think they'll get anything to fear I mean again as Yanis as Hadji comes off we suggested um, Joe Aribo coming on I think it's a sensible substitution by Stephen Gerrard um, but yeah I, I fancy Celtic I was at uh, Celtic Park on Sunday for Super Scoreboard and um, good performance against Kilmarnock and I don't think there's I don't even think it's up for debate um, anymore Gordon when Griffiths and Edward are fit you play them all day long that's the first two names in the team sheet and you build the rest of your team back um, from there So I think They're a potent Strike force They're capable of causing Copenhagen All sorts of problems But likewise I think Copenhagen um, I've got it in them To go and score Tomorrow night At Celtic Park Watching the first leg In the telly It reminded me of Cluj v Celtic In the Champions League qualifiers Such an open game It could have been 3 each 4 each Could have been 5-4 Celtic um, But yeah I think Celtic will get through Tomorrow night And then on Friday morning um, We face a prospect of Celtic and Rangers being in the last 16 and being able to play each other because there's no barriers. Um, so I don't know if, if Celtic or Rangers fans without counting their chickens, do they fancy it? Do they fancy each other in the last 16 of the Europa League? It'd be interesting to find out. Let's cross that controversial bridge when we get to it. Um, 01419511025. Celtic fans, that's the number you need right now to tell us how confident you are tomorrow, who you're picking in your team, and what you've made of Neil Lennon's first year back in charge. He celebrates that year anniversary today. So don't hang about. Call us right now. Ryan Christie is suspended for tomorrow. Olivier and Cham is injured. But Scott Brown and James Forrest are back. And the manager's happy about that, as you would imagine. Yeah, year, Gordon. Hmm? You know, Lennon couldn't have wished yeah. for a better year. I mean, it's pretty much impeccable, really, if you think about it. You know, I mean, he's just every, every trophy he's contested, he's won. You know, he's, he's what is it, what, 10 points, is it? Just now ahead? 12. 12, 12, 12 points, points ahead. 12 yeah. points ahead. I know Rangers got to give him a hand, but 12 points. Uh, you know, I mean, they're, they're in pole position for another title. So I don't think anyone, maybe even Neil Lennon himself, might not have uh, believed that one, you know, a year yeah. ago it could have been so yeah. successful. Let's hear him on those injury updates then ahead of tomorrow. That's a great boost, you know. Um, I mean, we're a great win at the weekend, but obviously having Scott and his experience and the way he's been playing this season, to have him in the team is obviously, you know, a confidence booster for the squad and Jamesy as well. You know, we know Jamesy's a big game player and what he can bring to the team as well. I want us to be in the last 16. I think um, we're good enough to do that, but we're going to have to play well. The mentality of the te- this team, you know, over the last three or four years domestically has been fantastic. We've come up short at this round the last couple of years. We want to better that if we can. And we're at home. We've got a st- amazing support. Support on Sunday against Kilmarnock when we go down. We're fantastic and we're going to need all of that. It's going to be a big European night and, and one to see over, hopefully. How important is the return of Scott Brown? Massive. I mean, he's to me, he's the most influential player. I mean, Mark's going to about Edward and Griffiths and Edward's goals. I mean, he's he's absolutely top class. There's no doubt about that. He's a superb player. You know, he's got everything you want from a top class striker: um, calmness, composure, confidence, ability. He's got everything. Um, but Scott Brown, for me, is still the most influential player in terms of the standards he sets, the demands he puts on his teammates, and uh, you know, he just doesn't let uh, any 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 heads go down for a split second. He keeps pushing and driving players, and and he is. The epitome of what a, a, a captain should be. Uh, Mark, is it as simple as Christie can't play, Cham won't play, Brown McGregor, 
Rogic yeah, Beat on uh, I think you want I think given the, the the first leg score I think you want to go and take the game to Copenhagen therefore I would put Rogic and I thought Rogic made a real good contribution on Sunday linked the game well nice wee burst of pace sometimes in the in the final third to, to go and um, create chances and get the ball into good areas um, so yeah I think that, uh, that that's your midfield uh, your central three the interesting one will be does Forrest come in for, for Fringpong we know that Neil Lennon loves James Forrest he also likes um, Fringpong but I think that Forrest would get the nod um, for that one um, too so no, I, I would certainly think go with uh, as best an attacking um, line up in terms of personnel as you can and go with, and get the game one with a wee spanner what's Mark be Frimpong wide and Forrest just ahead of McGregor and Brown putting almost, Forrest into that central oh, role yeah, it, he can play yeah, in there alright yeah just yeah, I, I mean so. him a very very adventurous because you did Forrest Edward and yeah. the Griffiths very adventurous but I'm just wondering an option yeah, right. it's something that couldn't be couldn't be ruled out. Yeah, uh, lots of tweets coming in about Celtic's chances. Neil Lennon, Scotty says, as you know, I was totally against. And Rangers have a second goal. That is it. Tie over. Surely, Rangers two 0 up in Braga, and I think has a flag gone up. There's a bit of confusion in the stadium. It has. The goal doesn't stand. Scott Arfield wheeled away. I think he had a suspicion He didn't celebrate too much initially And it's a pretty straightforward decision So yes So the right decision in the end Rangers now with The one goal lead I tell you what It was a great save for the keeper I'm sure I'm sure the keeper touched on <laughs> it At the, the post, post again uh, And he's He's been the only Decent player that Braga Have had tonight He said the penalty save And uh, you know That save there But uh, unfortunately for Rangers This time Scott Arfield Had definitely strayed offside uh, Scotty's on Twitter He says As you know I was totally against Neil Lennon Returning as Celtic manager So pleased He's proven me wrong He's been tremendous And long may it continue As, as Jim says Mark I'm not sure There's much debate Really about Whether it was a success Or not Bringing him back It clearly has been mm-hmm. um, I, I just perhaps Think it's interesting To hear from guys Like, like Scotty Who have been won over In the yeah. past 12 months I think Neil Lennon's record is, is, is almost impeccable The only blot is not getting into the Champions League um, In the summer But that apart domestically Celtic are pretty, When you compare it to uh, Under Brendan Rodgers even last season Celtic I think the football Style of football Attacking play Etc etc Streets ahead Of what they were under Brendan Rodgers Last two or three months In charge In Europe They look a lot more solid Compared to what they were Under Brendan Rodgers um, Time in charge Look at their points total They're on course to get more than 100 points They're 12 points And 20 goals Better off than Rangers At the moment But but They've still only got one trophy in the cabinet As Neil said On Sunday after the win against Kilmarnock He feels they're a million miles away from Getting the season that they want to get But they're certainly um, They're certainly on track for it That's for sure Yeah Another season Another treble On Twitter Says one year on Lenny's doing a fantastic job Surely you should be asking The ones who slated his appointment In the first place Wonder if any of them Will phone in now Or Rangers fans Who said he was their best signing Listening with bated breath Well Scotty's just done that On Twitter To be fair He's a Celtic fan mm. Held his hands up Because Jim You remember it The, mm. the reaction A year ago to the day mm. It wasn't uh, Wholeheartedly positive No. Nope. And I think most people would hold their hands up and admit they got it wrong if if they were one of those ones well, who was should, because negative. they did <laughs> get it wrong because as his Mark said and also I think for the turn of the year Neil Lennon himself said they went away he had a little bit of a think about as he said in his words could have been a wee bit stale maybe teams were getting to know how they wanted to play even though they were still having a good season but he's then changed it to the 3-5-2 with twin strikers 
and it's, it's absolutely been a it's transformed the yeah, season yeah, yeah it's been absolutely brilliant and again giving teams so many problems uh, and I, I just think you know that's that's a very difficult thing to do when you, you've got a certain system and formula that you've been playing and you believe in and you think no listen wait a minute we look at my squad of players here I think this could add something and he has and although the Champions League I, I, I agree with Mark uh, you know the, the, the losing out to Cluj the money the finance the stature but actually Competing in the Europa League, Celtic can. They may well not not have done that in, in terms of depending on who the draw was against. But other than that one blip, which it can happen to anyone, no, it's been it's been a, a remarkable um, year for for Neil Lennon. Eighty minutes gone in Braga, Braga nil, Rangers one. Rangers are leading four two on aggregate, and as things stand, they're going comfortably through. There is ten minutes to go though, and they've a free kick to defend. It always is nervy when it gets to this stage of a game as the header goes over the bar. But having said that, Jim, there hasn't been really any heart and mouth moments. No, I mean, uh, Alan McGregor's had one reasonable save to make. The one hit, hit the post with a header, which again came from a needless corner that Scott Arfield gave away under no pressure. And these are the little things you've just got to take, make, make sure you don't do is give them silly free kicks away, which happened there, uh, the corner... Um, but Rangers are still by threat They've made a couple of substitutions Yeah Shea Ojo come on for yeah, Camberry I think Camberry was booked um, for, for you know again Like putting his arm across the face of a defender Which maybe a bit harsh But nevertheless he did get booked And I think that was sensible from Steven Gerrard Because you don't want to risk anything From, from Camberry's point of view Getting a red card So he's put Ojo right up top And again he's got pace So you're just looking to play in behind See if he can get you up the pitch He's brought a rebo on for Hadji who looked tired and looked heavy legged and maybe also just looked a little bit flat after missing that penalty but Aribo who's been very very positive and influential in the last couple of games so the energy and also Aribo gives him a, a presence in set pieces as well so um, yeah I think Steven Gerrard again with nine minutes to go they just have to be professional yeah. here and manage the game less than nine minutes of the 90 to go plus any additional time this is the perfect time for you to phone in because we're going to get some travel with Stephen so why don't you use that window to call us 0141 951 1025 we could be speaking to you next and we'll get a full time whistle from Braga Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's personal injury solicitors the league leader for compensation talk to thompsons.com Three minutes of the 90 to go in Braga And it's still Braga nil. Rangers won 4-2 on aggregate It would take the collapse of all collapses For Rangers to not go through here Jim Because they've been very good And Braga have been very poor as well So it's the perfect combination for Steven Gerrard Yeah but I think you have to give enormous credit to Rangers The Absolutely. way they've played I mean you think about the first hour at Ibrox I mean they were 2-0 up I mean, Alan McGregor's got an unbelievable save They stopped going 3 nothing. And then they go and win that game. But tonight, they've been by far the better side. Um, they've controlled, I think. They've looked confident. They've looked composed, organised. And Braga just haven't come up with any answers at all. So let's hope it stays that way for the next three or four minutes, including injury time. Let's hear from you on the phones right now. 01419511025. Uh, Rangers fans, you might need to wait a couple of minutes before you can face it once the final whistle goes. But Celtic fans, let's hear from you. Big game tomorrow. How confident are you? Who should play? And what do you make of Neil Lennon's year in the job? It's the anniversary of his appointment today. 01419511025. Call us right now. And we could be speaking to you next. Thinking big performances, Jim. Guys that have been really criticised. Even amongst the Rangers support Ryan Kent Who's got the decisive goal at the moment Been widely criticised 
Nikola Katic was criticised mm. So Stephen Gerrard takes the big decision To bring George Edmondson in And everything's paid off so far Yeah big decisions to make from the manager And he's got them right Edmondson's been immense I think Arfield's been immense I think that uh, You know the, Again just looking there the, the reckless challenge And oh no Joe then he's come on A shocker uh, right. But it's perfect for Rangers Because mm. one They can they can bring the visual If they want The player doesn't have to come off Because the player get booked They can run the clock down But I think You know All the Rangers players Deserve enormous credit But the manager He said he was Critical of his team But he made some big decisions he said, And he's got his tactics Absolutely spot on I'd love to hear from someone Mark who miraculously Only watched the first 60 minutes Last week And then switched this They would just be so confused Because like yeah. When I say this This is not to take anything Away from Rangers They have been brilliant They've managed the game It's been a really effective performance But Braga just Have been so sloppy Compared to what they were last week Yeah you, you wouldn't You wouldn't think it was the same team um, That Rangers were, were playing against But um, you know It's been a, a top draw performance We think even though the score's 1-0 Rangers have missed a penalty And they're probably Three really good One-on-ones Braga haven't had anything They've had a header That McGregor saved Comfortably But they've not pierced The Rangers defence When you consider The stick that the Rangers Defence got on Sunday For a symbolic display Stephen Gerrard made a change One one change to it And um, you look at it now You know you see Tavernier, Barisic, Edmondson And uh, and Goldson And they've been solid And I have to say too Working back to help the fullbacks Apart from his goal I think Kent's been brilliant At helping Barisic The way he's tracked back And and, and get tackles in And supported him Has been really good Then you've had Davis And and Arfield Etc Just sitting there Protecting uh, The central defenders too So over the piece Another brilliant result um, For Steven Gerrard In Europe And as you said Considering where Rangers were After an hour At Ibrox last week For them to be in the hat on Friday morning is an absolutely outstanding achievement. 0141-951-1025 in the phones. Let's hear from you, Jim. Four minutes to be added on. Mm-hmm. Rangers looking comfortable. Yeah, I mean, as I said before, why should they hurry the game up? They just want to, as I said, game management. Now it's all about. Don't give them a chance. They throw certain halves and it up. You know, keep control of the ball. Take it into the corners. Just be professional and see the game out because this is no more than deserved. And uh, you know, this is they've got the perfect situation now where Rebo just get those long legs, take it forward, and just get as much distance between you know your goal and, and the opposition. So, um, you know, I think it will suit Rangers if Braga decide just to launch it up the pitch because Rangers have been uh, terrific at defending their penalty box. But just see this next uh, three minutes out and just in a Purely human level Mark This is Glasgow I don't expect everyone To be delighted for him But you know Ryan Kent comes with That big transfer oh. fee and Hold that thought Shea Ojo's weaving his way Towards the box And he almost finds The bottom corner keeper Perhaps made heavy weather mm. of it Punches it away It's going to be a corner To Rangers And they just continue To catch Braga on the break Yeah I, th- I mean I think He's picked the wrong choice I think he's going to give it To Davis yeah. Wide and your left And run to the corner flag But to be fair He's got a good strike And he's managed to get a corner And that should be enough To see Rangers over the line now And as I said No more than, than he's deserved But from Ojo's point of view he's a, he's a player He's really struggled So maybe you can understand him Trying to make a big impact there But just in terms of Steven Gerrard I'm sure he'd have liked To go to the corner flag But nevertheless it's what to an advantage The tension on the Rangers subs bench at the moment Florian Camberry, Greg Stewart, Andy Halliday All hunched over You can sense the nervousness and the tension But they would have to concede twice Inside the next two minutes It just does not look likely Mark It's been controlled and measured for the vast majority of this game Yeah you know when You consider the Rangers probably arrived in Portugal last night A little bit fragile After the performance on Sunday And falling further behind Celtic and the league race But they quickly Inside the first five minutes They, they probably sense This game's here for the taking 
We've got nothing to fear And they've built on that And even though they missed a penalty Just before half time They didn't let it bother them Because they get, they came out again Took the initiative to, to Braga Got a well deserved goal Brilliant finish From Ryan Kent Absolutely brilliant finish From a wonderful through ball From Yanis Hadji And from there on in They've built on it And if you probably If we to look back Over the 90 minutes Gordon Rangers I don't think it would be Outrageous to say Rangers should have won This game tonight 3-0 yeah, definitely should have won it more comprehensively. But listen, regardless of that, if they can just keep a clean sheet now for the last minute, then you know, and the way the way Braga are playing, it just doesn't look as if they can do it. I mean, they almost fluke something there from across from forty yards out, which Alan McGregor just had to stay fully concentrated on and flick it over the bar. But you'd have got one minute to go, and just say then, even if. Something uh, did happen for Braga with the time centre was taken, you would like to think that'd be all over. Yeah, it's going to be a corner to Braga, but less than a minute to go, so it doesn't really seem uh, like there's any particular danger. Referee is just trying to book somebody, move things along. I think as well. There's a yellow card shown in the box. I can't really see who it's to. I think it's a Rangers player of some description. Right, just before we get a full time whistle, let's quickly speak to John in Paisley. Just how happy are you at the moment, John? I'm ecstatic Just if I haven't got a passport Or I wouldn't be here You know what I mean It saved my fortune right enough It saved my fortune Because I normally go everywhere So because I've not got my passport I'm not there So and, and a lot of people know me Know that That's the reason why I'm not there Right But What I said I said last week To Mark and Jim We had more chances last week In Bragger had Bragger can pass the ball About out wind And do what you want But they cut an edge A lot of people looked at me As if I was daft I said Well look at the chances They were talking about it tonight I'll really tell you we had actually more chances But that performance tonight How can you perform like that And go out and play, di- play garbage Against St Johnston And the full time whistle is gone John hang on the line We'll let you back in As soon as we get the full time report From Braga With Andrew McLean Braga nil, Rangers 1 The full time score from Portugal And Steven Gerrard's men Are through to the last 16 Of the Europa League Thanks to a Ryan Kent goal And a 4-2 aggregate scoreline They had the best chances of the first half and really should have gone into the lead, uh, into the break ahead nine minutes in Scott Arfield broke free before passing to Florian Camberry he was one on one with the goalkeeper but his shot was saved they then had another golden opportunity ten minutes later Yanis Hadji doing well to work his way into the box from the right hand side he squared it to Ryan Kent in a central position but somehow he managed to drag his shot wide Rangers then got a penalty right before the break for handball Yanis Hadji stepped up to take but Matthias dived to his right hand side and he clawed it away to keep the score at nil-nil. Braga had the majority of the ball, but they struggled to carve out many clear-cut opportunities. A couple of Paulinho headers was the closest they came, one of them saved and one of them hitting the post. Rangers then got their breakthrough in the second half, and it was a great goal as well. Yanis Hadji with a fantastic ball over the top. Ryan Kent did well to get onto it, and it was a composed finish into the bottom corner to send Rangers on their way. Scott Arfield had a goal chalked off for offside after that, and as the clock ticked on, Steven Gerrard's men were organised and controlled to keep their lead and secure their place in the last 16 of the Europa League. The full-time score from the Municipal Stadium is Braga nil, Rangers 1, with Rangers winning 4-2 on aggregate. Rangers through to the next round of the Europa League. Mark Guiri, just how big, how impressive a result is that? I think it's an outstanding result. I'd have to say, considering everything that's gone on in the past few weeks, and particularly on Sunday, I would say... Yeah, Stephen Gerrard's finest 90 minutes as a Rangers manager. Absolutely. To go and get through tonight, to go away from home again, under that pressure, with a team that's been fragile in confidence, uh, arrived in Portugal last night. Yeah, his finest 90 minutes as a Rangers manager sets him up perfectly for, for Saturday. 
in the Scottish Cup against Hearts which is Rangers' best chance of winning a trophy and we'll just kick them on again so yeah absolutely outstanding they could have won 3 or 4 nil tonight really good performance and nothing but praise for them to win that hat on Friday morning in the last 16 it's brilliant winning both legs against a team like Braga Jim one of the informed teams in Portugal we all know the impressive list of opponents they've disposed of in recent weeks and Rangers have beaten them home and away yeah, I mean, I, I mean, obviously, I disagreed earlier on because I, I felt I felt that the call that saying that uh, Braga only passed the ball. I mean, they, they scored two unbelievable goals. I mean, McGregor's another great save, and they, they really totally dominated the game for an hour. So it showed you how good a side they were. But Rangers hung on in there and managed to turn that around. But Stephen Gerrard was questioning his defensive, uh, you know, frailties of his own team, saying it happened too many times. Well, tonight when they're all at it, it shows you how good a team Rangers can be. And they absolutely, totally deserved to go through. Um, as I said, it was a terrific away European performance. Keep it tight, keep it compact. Let them throw the ball in from wide if you want, because we can deal with that. And then hit them on the counter. And mean, it's a chance after chance. I mean, they just said, and it was all to do with that springing the trap and playing that uh, you know weighty ball with them playing a high line. So again, they knew how Braga would play. They learned from the first game. They took advantage of it. A great goal from Kent. And as I said, and it's magnificent that Rangers are in the last 16. I mean, listen, this is a big tournament. And uh, as I say, for Scottish clubs, and hopefully we get two, hope we get Celtic through tomorrow night. But for Rangers' point of view, to get through tonight, you can't give them enough praise. Absolutely magnificent. We're very late for the news, John, but I want to give you the last word. So just quickly, how good does that feel? Let's let's go and party now. (laughs) (laughs) Short and sweet. We'll leave it there. Enjoy your party, John and Paisley. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the Scottish slash football. And the good thing about a five o'clock kickoff, we have a whole hour to get your reaction, your immediate, instant reaction to that Rangers fans. Just how impressive was that? Into the hat for the last 16 of the Europa League. You must be delighted. Come on here and share your delight. Just quickly before we do that, beat the pundit time 01419511025. Call us quickly, call us before seven, and the sign ball could be yours. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors, the form team for compensation for more than 40 years. Talk to Thompson's.com. What a night it's been for Rangers. A 1 0 win in Braga sees them through to the Europa League last 16. It might not be plain sailing domestically at the moment, but that is an outstanding European result for Steven Gerrard's side. They're through to the next round, and we find out tomorrow if Celtic can join them. So, Rangers fans, we're here until 8 o'clock, the perfect time and place for you to get all your reaction off your chest. Give us a call right now 01419511025. Tell us just how good it was And we'll get to you after this Beat the Pundit With the Scottish Sun For the best football news And opinion online Thescottishsun.co.uk Slash football Beat the Pundit time Mark and Jim are ready One of them is taking on John from Bishop Briggs But he's in Glencoe At the moment How are you John? I'm brand new buddy Are you snowed Are you deliberately in Glencoe Or are you snowed in? Lovely place when the weather's like this. Let's toss the coin and see who you're up against, John. If it's heads, it's Mark Weary. And if it's tails, it will be Jim Duffy. And it's heads. Mark against John, who is now in Glencoe. Let me give Mark some. Oh, that's fine. That's what we're here for. Mark is now listening to Clyde 2, John, so he can't hear you anymore. You've got 30 seconds. Head to head with Mark. You can pass. Here is your chance to beat the pundit. Are you ready? I'm ready, I'm ready Let's do it What was the final aggregate score between Rangers and Braga? Uh, 4-2 Who's top of Scottish League 1? 
Bath. Who's the captain of Motherwell? Bath. St Johnston host who in the cup this weekend? Uh, Celtic. Who managed Aberdeen immediately before Derek McInnes? Uh, Craig Brown. Who scored both of Celtic's goals in the 2003 UEFA Cup final? Henrik uh, Larson. Where did Scott Arfield start his playing career? Okay, let's bring Mark Guidi back. Have you got him, Mark? Yeah, got you. Right, same set of questions to you. Thirty seconds on the clock, and it starts now. What was the final aggregate score between Rangers and Braga? Four-two Rangers. Who is top of Scottish League One? A Falkirk. Who is the captain of Motherwell? A Hartley. St Johnston host who in the cup this weekend? Celtic. Who managed Aberdeen immediately before Derek McInnes? Craig Brown. Who scored both of Celtic's goals in the 2003 UEFA Cup final? Henrik Larsson Where did Scott Arfield begin his playing career? Falkirk Other than Celtic, name another Scottish team that Charlie Mulgrew has played for Dundee United What do you think, John? Uh, just tipped us, I think See, see John, I actually thought you were pretty good But Mark nah, raced through right <laughs> He got through some more questions So let's find out The final aggregate score Rangers Braga 4-2 one all. After the first question Who's top of Scottish League 1? Jim Duffy Rovers. It's Wraith Rovers yeah. One point ahead of Falkirk at the moment mm. So it's still one all. Who's the captain of Motherwell? It is Peter Hartley So Mark Guidi goes 2-1 in front And I'll tell you what You both found your form after that You both got Celtic against St Johnson You both got Craig Brown before Derek McInnes You both get Henrik Larsson Scoring in the UEFA Cup final And you both got Scott Arfield Starting at Falkirk So Mark Guidi is just one in front at this stage But I'm afraid John That's when your questions run out And Mark did indeed know That Charlie McGrew has played for Dundee United As well as Aberdeen So he beats you by two John But you still got five on the board So not too bad at all Enjoy the rest of your stay in Glencoe Bye That's good Dan That's a good thing anyway well done, I John. On for anyway. That's good for Scottish football anyway Certainly. Uh, so ah, if you talk to Rangers fans Enjoy it bit Because my arrow's coming And so is 10 <laughs> So let him enjoy that John's about for a snowball <laughs> fight Give with one hand Take a baby deal John. That was John on Beat the Pundit 01419511025 Just going to get straight to the phone So no hang about Because there must be An unbelievable amount of reaction <clears throat> Out there Chris is first up He's a Rangers fan from Dumbarton Sum it up Chris Just how good was that? Uh, good evening guys How you doing? Um Absolutely unbelievable. I mean, Rangers know how to put you through the ringer. Um, uh, you get to half time, you miss, you know, Canberra misses his chance, Kent misses his chance, and then, you know, great save for the penalty beat, you think. You know, that's going to be it. That's our 45 minutes, but I mean, unbelievable. I think my, my neighbours must have think somebody got murdered when Kent scored there, but uh, the, the, it's unbelievable. It's a great achievement. At the same time, um, it's, um, it, it's just frustrating that we, we can't. Translate that into domestic games at the moment. Um, I know it's a completely different style of football, and you know teams will open up and come at you. But what's been missing and what was there tonight is we're willing to fight for every ball again. Something we've seen in European performances of the past, and what we've seen domestically, you know, first half of this season, it just seems to be missing at the moment. So you know, over the moon, but you know, a bit frustrated in hindsight that we've not been able to do that domestically over the past few weeks. Where does that rank, Chris, in terms of? You know, favourite or best European results that you've experienced. I know this this question depends on how old you are. I get that completely, but <laughs> certainly in recent years, it's obviously it's, well, it's top, isn't it? it? Has to be. So, what about overall? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's up there. I mean, I think I've mentioned when I've been on before. There's been some kind of standout moments. You know, our kind of first year back in the the Europa League under Gerard when um, we we beat 
Rapizena 3-1. Morelos is late winner against um, Leisure Warsaw to get us into the group stages. But I mean, that's absolutely fantastic. Was it, what, 2011? Was that the last time we were at this stage of the competition? Mm-hmm. It's been a long time coming um, and I'm absolutely over the moon for it. Over the moon about it. Jim, Chris has hit the nail on the head. You, you, you can't really understate how impressive... Uh, an achievement that is for Rangers Yeah I mean it is different styles of football uh, Chris You saw, saw that the goal for instance typified You would find very very few teams in Scottish football Would be standing at the halfway line Playing against Rangers They'd Hearts be, might Yeah they might <laughs> uh, again, hearts, Yeah Hearts might But maybe not quite as high But you know generally speaking When Rangers are against teams They're, 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 they're just on the edge of the 18 yard box So therefore the, the space is not there but, but you've got to take advantage of that You've got to know the right ball to play You've got to time your runs So I said Camberry in the first half Was making two Too many runs Wasn't bending his run But um, You know the Time and time again Rangers were getting in there So there is a different style You, you Sometimes you can It helps Rangers To maybe sit back a little bit Invite the opposition onto them And also As I said I think that um, you Maybe you're not always The massive favourites In games And sometimes players Can relax a little bit So there's a number of reasons Why um, You know That can happen And uh, But I think tonight's just about the performance. I think overall, Rangers from El- Alan McGregor right to the, the, the substitutes that come on, they didn't have a failure tonight. And I think that is when you've got all your players playing, then you've got a chance at, at any level. And I think that, um, you know, Rangers showed that tonight. Um, you know, who, who, as I said, they thoroughly deserved their, their victory. And the only thing that, that was missing was a more comprehensive victory because they deserved to win by more. Who were the standout performers, Chris? Um, I, I think for me, um, I think um, your, your colleague Alec Gray called out on the, the television tonight, but our, our central defensive partnership, um, Goldson and, and, and Edmondson, um, they, they just seemed to be winning everything, every header they were getting on top of, they were battling for every ball, um, they just looked so up for it, and it's as I said, I, I get Jim's point about the different styles of play in Europe, they're not always the same, You know, it, teams won't open up against you domestically, um, you might have to sit back a little bit, but it's the basics we've not been doing right in defence and tonight, you know, we just got it spot on because I'll be honest, I was I was worried about how it was going to go at the start of the night, but thankfully I've been I've been proved wrong. Yeah, Mark, when you get a result like that, you're not gonna have a failure in the team. So we, we no. could go through them all, but to pick out a couple, George Edmondson, who comes in for it's not quite his European debut, but he uh-huh. he's played against some of the really weaker opposition at, at the start of the qualification rounds. It's his group stage um, and beyond debut, if you mm-hmm. like, and he barely plays for Rangers. He's pitched into this type of environment. And Connor Goldson, who, quite frankly, as Chris would back up as a Rangers fan, has not been at it recently. Mm-hmm. And yet they both stood up to the task incredibly well. Yeah, they, they didn't just look at, at uh, the, the TV pictures coming out in the studio here, and you see George Edmondson, and you know, a young lad is old him last year, wasn't it? You know, where I see it, he's been very patient, not one of these guys. Chatting in the door Or going to the media Or doing social media Just been very patient Very respectful By the least time And uh, now he was in And he was solid tonight Alongside uh, Connor um, Goldson And delighted um, For Edmondson I also thought And I'm not picking him Because he scored the goal Because he missed a sit on the, in, the, in the first half As well But I really think that Going back the way Ryan Kent put in a fantastic shift You know really, He really did help out uh, Barisic uh, in that area So I think uh, credit is due to Kent But you know for anybody that didn't actually see the game um, Although it was 1-0 to Rangers You know Make no mistake This wasn't a back to the walls no. Hanging on Rangers were very very comfortable And I think extra credit is due Because I think they would have arrived in Portugal last night with a, In a fragile state of mind After what happened On Sunday afternoon Then The blow of missing a penalty kick Just before half time But they recovered They've showed great mentality 
great ability And like I said When you asked me On the full time whistle Gordon where does this rank For me yeah Having had an extra 20 minutes To think about it This is undoubtedly Stephen Gerrard's Finest 90 minutes As a Rangers manager For sure Chris were you a Ryan Kent critic Going into this game We have been awash With phone calls And tweets from Rangers fans Telling us that He's not been performing And he needs to spell out The team Stephen Gerrard Kept faith with him It worked Tonight How pleasing was that? It's excellent uh, You know it, it paid off tonight um, I, I don't think You can get away From the fact That domestically he, He's been completely Off the boil um, But I, I called him Before the, the Braga game At home last week um, Saying that Sometimes your You know your, your big players Turn up in the big games When most expected Of them And you know Maybe that's the mindset It's went into Ryan Kent tonight Because yeah um, you know, you know, he got the, the crucial goal, um, and, and his backtracking work was excellent. You know, we, we were out of possession quite a lot, and the team had to do a lot of running. So, aye, it, it's absolutely brilliant to to get that performance under his belt, and hopefully, gives him a bit of confidence to to kick on. I mean, Jim, to sort of sum up the the size of the achievement, this is a stat that I'm stealing. I'll credit the the, the man who's done it from the excellent SPL stats on Twitter. Rangers are the first Scottish club to win both legs. Of a European post-qualifying rocket knockout tie Since Celtic Blackburn in 2002 mm. 18 years, 18 years since, yeah. a cl- since one of what our clubs Rangers knockout. are the, f- the first Scottish club to win both legs Of a oh, post-qualifying right, right. round knockout tie Since Celtic Blackburn wow. in 2002 yeah. Yeah. I mean that, that just shows you how difficult it is And uh, you know how much uh, uh, praise Rangers deserve for that And again as I said Not just the result, the performance as well I mean, the only thing on Stephen Gerrard probably turning his hair out a little bit like Chris is because he needs to get those performances on a more regular basis. But when you've got a team who you know, I think that's when it becomes frustrating. If you've got a team who you know is at a certain level, but when they can turn up tonight, play the way they did tonight, uh, and show the character, as Mark says, after missing a penalty right on the stroke of half time, that kind of deflated them. But it didn't. You know, so they showed mental strength, they showed ability, everything you'd want in your team, but they have to then produce it. On a regular basis in domestic football, when they're expected to, maybe when the, tonight, maybe the expectation was on Braga's shoulders, and they looked to to be burdened by that. Uh, Gordon, they couldn't handle that expectation. Like Braga, but a shadow of the side that played against Rangers at Ibrox. Andy's in Finiston. Andy, Mark Guidi thinks this was Stephen Gerrard's finest ninety minutes as a Rangers manager. Would you go that far? Oh, but hello, guys. Listen, I'm over the room. I'm buzzing. I'm absolutely buzzing after. I was worried at half time we missed these three chances, but what I'm I'm still only cloud nine in it. What a game that was, man! And I'm and I just hope now that the wee Ryan Kent man, that's him, gets gets his belief back. Now you know what I mean. It was a great game today, good goal, and hopefully we know we keep saying it, but we can kick on now. We can start kicking on. But it's got to stop. Yeah, that's the, that's the thing, Mark Guidi. You know, football's a, f- a funny business. Sometimes it just does just take one event to spark a return to form. I mean, if Ryan Kent was suffering from a lack of confidence in recent weeks, he won't be feeling like he's lacking confidence at the moment. He'll be yeah. top of the world because of what he's just achieved. So it, it might it might just be the catalyst for him for, for the Rangers team to, to kick on towards the, the end of the season. Yeah, and and what they've got to do now because we were in this position this time last week or, or six nights ago. Uh, last Thursday uh, When Rangers are two down And all of a sudden Every Rangers supporter 50,000 have left Ibrox And cloud nine Saying this is it This is the turning point We'll go to St Johnson And one on Sunday mm-hmm. And what happens So As we said they, they seem to be A very good cup team Actually Rangers Whether it's Europe Or domestically Okay I know They, they lost the cup final to, to Celtic in December But the way they played 
So therefore you have to think Yeah they won't give up the league And they'll try and take Celtic as far as they can Etc etc But the Scottish Cup is their best chance of a trophy And I think what's been achieved in Europe And the fact that you know They'll, they'll not be too far away in the league And, and they, they won't rule it out If they won the Scottish Cup Then I say it's an acceptable season It's absolutely progress And that's what Rangers are looking for So therefore I've got to take it into Saturday Go to Tyneso Tynecastle Win the game And keep this going Keep this European stuff Going domestically I think it's brilliant For, for Rangers as a club to, You know Because they've now got this There's going to be a glamorous tie The next round The last 16 yeah. Of a major European competition As you said Gordon It's been a long time Since uh, Rangers have been At this stage And you know No matter who they get But they, you know They could get Like some Manchester United Wolves uh, obviously we mentioned there could be Celtic if Celtic get through but they've still got to produce that tomorrow night mm-hmm. but Rangers are in the hat and you know and I think that's going to whet the appetite of the Rangers fans it's going to give the club a huge boost financially and Rangers stature again you know one of the one of the you know the clubs progressing in Europe Steven Gerrard as a manager his reputation will, will be enhanced by getting Rangers to mm-hmm. this stage so so many positives for Rangers tonight but they've got to then use that as a springboard to do it domestically Andy if I had said to you on 66 minutes at Ibrooks last week that Rangers would go on and score the next four goals in the tie without reply and get through quite comfortably what would you have said <laughs> and please keep it clean <laughs> No, you, you wouldn't. You wouldn't have thought they'd have done it. I mean, we, as I said, we had three chances. Three, well, obviously the penalty, but the two chances before that as well. I mean, you just how how we did they score? You did he the keeper? Did you the keeper? He is a good keeper, really good keeper. But I, I, I'm just, I'm, I'm still, <laughs> I'm just over the moon. My team's getting back, and hopefully you're giddy, Andy. You're giddy. I've, see, it's <laughs> much. It's brilliant to win the game, and that's the most important thing. But it was either Jim there or yourself, Gordon, that mentioned it. That financially minimum mm-hmm. is worth another three million quid to Rangers getting through. Three million pound is more than what you get financially for winning the treble. <laughs> and, this, and I know you'd rather win the treble than the three million. But you know what I'm saying. Let's put it in perspective. The money that Steven Gerrard has brought into the club in the past 18 months as well with, with European success from the qualifiers to now getting through. So, you know, just, listen, we love to see Scottish clubs doing well. It's been great for Rangers because, I don't know if everybody agree with me, I didn't fancy Rangers before tonight. I didn't think they would get through, but they've absolutely cruised it. So, so many subplots though, Jim, as well. The bigger picture is they won the game, they won both games and, and they get through, but... Like we said there 66 minutes in the first leg Two down Getting battered You managed to get in front Then tonight Miss chances mm-hmm. Miss a penalty But that that Resilience as well as The impressive football performances Managed to get Rangers over the line Yeah well I mean The, the manager has at times Questioned the, the mentality of his players But he couldn't question anything You know we're just seeing in the background that You know he's doing an interview with, you know, But he, in Saturday Sunday sorry He was almost ashen face With frustration mm-hmm. Anger You could see it in him uh, The disappointment Etch but tonight will be a men's pride in his players, and and again, as I said, it'll be it's a double-edged sword because he's he'll be just thinking, right, what what can I do to try and get them to understand that that level of performance is there, but we need it week in, week out to try and challenge Celtic for a title, because Celtic seem to find it more often, you know, and that that'll be that's the next challenge for Steven Gerrard. But listen, take tonight on its own as a one-off. Outstanding result Outstanding performance Fantastic In terms of the technical aspect But also In the mental toughness required To go away from home As you mentioned Was it 2002 Since the one a, a Scottish club's won a home and away tie In a knockout level mm-hmm. 
Listen, you, you can't you can't praise Rangers highly enough for that tonight. Keep your reaction coming. 01419511025, and we could be speaking to you next. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. Getting you full compensation is their goal. Talk to Thompson's.com. Rangers and Celtic in Europe on Clyde One with Ladbrooks.com. Bet and play and pull a result out of the bag. Please gamble responsibly. What a result for Rangers to kick off what we hope is a double for Scottish clubs in the Europa League. Beating Braga on the night by a goal to nil, 4 2 in aggregate. They are in the hat for the draw on Friday. Some of the ties that could lie ahead Man United, Arsenal, mm-hmm. Celtic, if they do the business, Jim Duffy. Uh, like I say, I think we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. I've got a full time teaser for you. I'm just going to get it up and running really quickly mm-hmm. so we can leave as much room. For reaction to that Rangers result as possible The question is this Thank you to Stefan Carlin For sending in 10 players Who've scored in the Champions League for Celtic And scored for another And have played, sorry For another Scottish club So 10 players who've scored in the Champions League Group stages I think for Celtic And have played for another Scottish club Lee Griffiths? Yes Shoot, yeah. um, uh, Chris Collins Yep Charlie Mulgrew No Any more? Gary Caldwell No Stephen McManus Yes I'll set them up Matt You just flash them in right <laughs> uh, oh, uh, oh well I'm not sure But anyway Go for it Paul Lambert No no. Alright we'll leave it there then We're looking for 10 players Who have scored in the Champions League For Celtic And have played for another Scottish club Guys like Chris Commons Stephen McManus And Lee Griffiths so Let's speak to Brian Who is in Moss Park tonight How are you Brian? I'm fine I'm a Celtic supporter But I've got to give credit For credit to you That was a great Away performance Amazing performance Obviously Just totally nullified A very good team And it was, like, it was actually good To see a Scottish team Actually playing away And actually being The dominant team I think the Sills mentioned there That's the first Scottish team That's actually won home and away Since 2002 It's just a great a great performance them. I enjoyed watching it Yeah and It's I, great to have two, two Scottish teams there as well Do you know what Brian It's good of you to come on and say mm-hmm. Not everyone will feel the same That's fine That's how rivalry yeah. works um, But some results Just cause some people To push team allegiances to one side Aye. And say do you know what That's a good achievement Look, Gordon, as it's brilliant And tonight's all about Rangers And hopefully tomorrow night's going to be all about Celtic And then Friday Don't care what you say What a feeling for every Scottish football supporter But particularly Celtic and Rangers supporters With both teams getting into the hat in the last 16 in, in Europe And I don't know if Celtic and Rangers fans would want to meet each other in Europe or not But nonetheless, just to have that Considering where we've been at certain stages, Gordon When you know we've we'll been we'll be in this studio in July, in August, and all our teams are out of Europe, you know. So when you think of where we are now, credit to Celtic and Rangers because, or certainly Rangers tonight, because they get battered often enough when they don't do it. So let's praise them to the hilt, and it's great that other callers from supporters of other teams coming yeah, on I too. I think a lot. Of, well done, Brian. You know, what's that? Sorry, Brian. My final point for this sort of Queen Gwes Award, it's like I'm a wee bit fear now that hopefully you'll be joining them in the last 16. No? It's, I mean, the, the way the Rangers played away, at least I don't think Copenhagen's capable of raising a game against us to beat us, but hopefully not. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's the thing. I mean, Rangers have done the business, and Celtic have now got to you know emulate that tomorrow night. Um, but uh, you know, I think it's great that Brian's come on, been a, 
a rail supporter and, and giving credit but it's due and no looking at any other aspect of it other than just it's, it's good for Scottish football and it's, it's, it's good for the, the game here and the profile of the game here and hopefully Celtic can add to that tomorrow night and as Matt said there's been too many times where you know our teams are you know knocked out before Christmas so to have both teams in after Christmas and then Rangers winning tonight to get your last 16 if we can have two teams from our domestic league from our domestic league God, you've got to put things in perspective if we can get Celtic through to one night two teams from our domestic league to be in the last 16 I think is says a lot about mm-hmm. our level of football that is maybe not quite as mm-hmm. poor as a lot of other nations might might uh, have you believe and even the journey to get here Mark you're not really meant to get from the first qualifying yeah. round this far the way Rangers no. have and they got to the group stages last year history tells you that don't don't take my word for it go and look up the number of teams that have made it from the first qualifying round to the last 16 I, I don't even know if there are any well, but, do you but know there won't be many Rangers will be playing in Europe next month March they'll play in March the 12th and March the 19th that will be Rangers ninth month in Europe they started back in July in this competition mm-hmm. nine months in this competition when you think of the qualifiers and then Celtic as well will be its Champions League qualifiers then they've got the the, the, the net have fallen back into the Europa League but when you when you look at what they've achieved how early they need to start their preparation try to get a team ready etc 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 and then they get out of the group remember Rangers had a group with Feyenoord and Porto and Young Boys so it wasn't an easy group by any stretch of the imagination so look listen we're not going overboard we just want to give credit where it's due and tonight it's absolutely due for Stephen Gerrard and his players You know the landscape Jim some disappointing domestic results we had actually Rangers fans kicking off discussions in the last two shows to question Stephen Gerrard's position at the club and, and think his time was up lots of Celtic fans would sort of jump on we ended up having this big discussion about it mm-hmm. if you Keep it just to Europe for the purposes of tonight. Braga, Feyenoord, Porto, Liga Warsaw, Villarreal, all of those venues away from home, unbeaten, and unbeaten across the board at Ibrooks in Europe since he came to the club. Uh, sensational results, you know. I mean, again, listen, football as we know is is instant now. You know, if you're a bad result, people are, you know, already, you know, thinking your your jacket's in a sugarly peg. But, uh, you know, I think that th- we can only look at this European run that Rangers are on. And that's what we're, you know, we're talking about tonight. We're not talking about domestic side. We're talking about going away to Braga and winning a match against a side who, I think, did they finish top of the group of Wolves were in it? I, I think, think they, they did, I think they did. Yeah, they did. You know, so, so yeah, they that, did because they won the section. That's why they were in the draw yeah, with so, Rangers. So yeah. that, and, and, and a side who, for the first hour, Ibrox were sensational. So, listen... All the credit has to go to Rangers tonight, and as I said, and that is as Mark said, starting away back in July when you know you're not even had a recent a decent pre-season under your belt, you know you the 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 they make it difficult for Scottish teams because the seedings and all these sort of things. So take everything into consideration. Enormous credit to Stephen Gerrard for his tactics, his team selection, and the way his team have approached each game. Uh, remarkable results, Jim. As a Rangers fan in Rutherglen. Where are you finding the ballast at the moment Between not getting carried away And going on TripAdvisor to look for hotel rooms in Gdansk in May Where, where are you in that spectrum? Hi, good evening chaps And listen, thanks very much for taking my call Because I realise he must be really busy um, Outstanding I'm like really proud of my side um, My son's over there I'm like, really chuffed for him to go on his first Euro trip And see his one abroad um, But what I would like to say is See if our current sides could realise that playing for Rangers you can go from Firth Park to Braga just for example from then to Tynecastle to Turin 
that's what playing for Rangers is all about. And it's it's been the business in between those games that win you the league here. You can see tonight what a team. I mean, there are people. A couple of Pep Mendes said that Braga uh, were poor tonight. I thought we were great. You can say that Braga struggled, but I thought Rangers were great tonight. I actually thought we could have the game killed along before that we actually did. And when you see us playing like that, I just hope we get a bit of a kickstart for our season. But we deserve that tonight. We, we were brilliant. And, and we, Gerard called it right we side. I thought we were great. I really did. I thought we were brilliant. Bit of honesty from you, Jim. When you saw the team line-up, did you have any reservations over George Edmondson or the fact that Kent was playing again after a difficult run? How did you feel it? It kick off compared to now um, No Not at all I thought he left uh, To be fair Credit with Teddy Stewart I thought Gerard Played at a blinder tonight I thought Aribo was there To bring on I thought The only call I would have made differently Was Stewart To come on rather than Ojo um, But apart from that I think he played it um, Bang on And I thought Scotty Arfield again Scotty Arfield Is just a range, one of us In a ranger strip He would run through A brick wall for us And Connor Goldson if anybody tells you Conor Goldson isn't a good centre half tonight, the guy was incredible. And Big Edmondson, I think, of the confidence. He had a great game as well. But to a man, I thought we were brilliant. I thought we were great. I really did. Yeah, I think that, as I said, Jim, the the style that the European play against Rangers seems to suit Rangers better. You know, they're not lumping the ball from the defenders, trying to turn Rangers, trying to pick up second balls, missing out in midfield, they're trying to play through, and Rangers can close those spaces down, push them wide, say, okay, go and throw it in from wide, and the likes of Edmondson and Goldson um, can deal with that all day, and Rangers did do that. I think sometimes domestically, because Rangers are pressing the game, all of a sudden the opposition get it, maybe 10, 15 yards outside their own penalty box, pump it into the space that Rangers have left, and then go to press the game. Then it's concentration because it's lapses of concentration, like Cathy's um, had at the weekend, and those are the type of errors that, are, that have haunted Rangers at times this season. But in Europe, the, the, I think the style of the football—not just that Rangers play, but the opposition play against them—seems to suit them, and they 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 seem to thrive on that. And now, Jim, you really can look ahead. It's not about getting too far ahead. You are in the hat for the next round. I'm looking at some of the. Potentials And of course they are just potentials at the moment Because there's other games still to be played Basel are three up so you'd fancy them to go through Wolves are four up they'll go through uh, I'm looking just through at some of the rest of them Sporting Lisbon Arsenal are one up Inter Milan are two up Man United They're at least got home advantage What are you, what are you hoping for in the next round? Ah oh, geez anybody Give us anybody <laughs> We'll be fine Give us anybody But just let's see what Jim says there though With the cartridge of the weekend I think that's a concentration level I think that to be just to switched on And I think uh, I know he got hit And let's be honest He had to get dropped He was awful on Sunday But see if he was playing the night Would they have put in the same bad performance Would they realise he was playing a, a far um, Team above the level of St Johnson Do you So you know So you don't know where that kind of is, is that a mental thing But um Listen, I think we should just enjoy our night I mean, we, A lot of us thought we were in for a, a long hard night tonight And listen we were great We were brilliant How yeah. did you feel Jim when you missed the penalty Did you think it came back and bite you Jim, Jim Hindsight's a wonderful thing mm. But see at half time Obviously you want to score a goal But see at half time See if the second half had started We were 1-0 up With the pattern of the game had changed in the second half Would we have sat in a lot deeper uh, It was When the second half started It was status quo and the first half had went kind of in our favour, so maybe the luck of the break the night. I don't know. I know that's I know that's hindsight's a wonderful thing, but 
the second half kind of made it just stay as it was in the first and it went in our favour in a strange sort of way he had it well but it was the perfect time for the goalkeeper to save it and this unique scheduling Mark like I say Rangers had to play tonight because there are other Portuguese teams left in the competition Rangers got brought forward and now they can sit back enjoy the Europa League action tomorrow and just keep scrolling through those yeah. scores Who's winning? Who could we be facing? Yeah. Like I say, the ones that are almost certainly through Are the likes of Basel and Wolves Sporting Lisbon are relatively well placed um, But I, then you're looking at Inter Milan Man United, the size of some of those names I think a battle of Britain would be would be great Whether it's Wolves Really as you said, Wolves definitely through Man United and Arsenal, a wee bit of work to do But you'd fancy all three English clubs to get through So I think a battle of Britain uh, Coming out the hat on Friday uh, would the be first class. would love that no, as well. I think they? everybody, everybody I would, I would be worried for our old pal Alex Ray because if you think <laughs> he's if you think he's everywhere in the media at the moment, can you imagine <laughs> Rangers against Wolves? Oh. He would be in every TV, radio, newspaper. <laughs> yeah. He would be burnt out. Frankly, who, who, I'm who worried about. Support? Him. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> Glad that's not a question in the full time teaser. Uh, speaking of which, oh, I've got a couple. Let's take a wee look at this. We're not spending too much time on it because I want to get as many calls in as we can. Stephen Gerrard's in. Doing his press conference at the moment So with any luck We'll be able to give you a bit of it Before we go tonight But we'll, we'll wait and see on that one On tonight's teaser And thank you to Stefan Carlin For sending this in Ten players who've scored In the Champions League for Celtic And have played for Another Scottish club So Chris Commons has played for Hibs Stephen McManus has done it He's played for Motherwell Lee Griffiths has done it He's played for Hibs Levy, Dundee, etc Any more? Scott McDonald Yep, played for Motherwell Dundee United Partick Thistle and Tony Watt Yes A wee Aye. sneaky one in there Tony Watt Now playing his trade For Motherwell of course Jim no, I had Scott McDonald That was the only one I had hey, Barry Robson mm-hmm. Okay One Two Three Four to get We'll get them next And more of your calls as well Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors They play to win Every time Talk to Thompson's.com into the final part of tonight's Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard On a night when Rangers went to Braga Won by a goal to nil And went through to the next round of the Europa League A magnificent result on the evening A magnificent achievement as well And now we hope that Celtic can join them tomorrow Copenhagen, the visitors to the east end of Glasgow one all, evenly poised But Celtic with home advantage So hopefully we get two teams in the next round Mark Guidi When you get these two-legged affairs It's not as easy Always as going And winning both Rangers did that Aye. Credit to them yep. But in terms of the way Celtic Have managed this tie up To the halfway point If you get an away, an away draw You score over there And you get to bring them back To your place That is widely regarded As being a good position to be in Yeah I mean Probably before the tie If you asked Neil Lennon Do you want to take a 1-1 I'm sure he would have On the balance of the 90 minutes He might feel that well, maybe, maybe we deserved a a 2-1 or something Look at Edward A couple of chances In the first half The goalkeeper played well Albeit and then Copenhagen came into the game The, the second half And started to exert themselves Their authority on it So maybe a draw Was a bit right um, But I fancy Celtic Tomorrow night With home advantage I'm sure there'll be A full house At Celtic Park Celtic take the game um, To them And there's real quality In the Celtic team To go and uh, win the tie But that said You know, never Never underestimate The opposition Never take anything For granted And I see it with, with a smile on my face Because just look at what's happened tonight mm-hmm. In terms of Braggart probably going there to think When they balance the first game We should go and win this tie tonight All we need to do is win 1-0 And I'm sure they thought that they, they would have got through So don't take anything for granted But if Celtic have got the right attitude I think they've got the better team to go And uh, win the tie and join Rangers in the hat Okay on 
Twitter We've got lots of Positive responses Coming into Rangers result As you would imagine Gary says To a man Outstanding What a result um, Loads of them Along those lines Some with wee sweary words In them as well But that happens When you get excited In this part of the world uh, Eddie Devine says Absolute class From Rangers Edmondson played out His skin As did a few others Brilliant Says Eddie What about tonight's teaser Just quickly We're looking for The ten players who have scored Champions League goals for Celtic And also played for another Scottish team Guys like Scott McDonald, Barry Robson, Chris Commons Stephen McManus, Tony Watt and Lee Griffiths Well we've got uh, one more at the market I think was uh, brought out the, the bag there And it was uh, Kenny Miller Yes, Kenny Miller He's played for a few Scottish clubs mm-hmm. In case you hadn't noticed Three to go We'll get them before the end of the show Let's speak to Mark and Hamilton Hi Mark Hi Gordon, how are we doing? Not bad, how are you? Evening, panel. Hi Mark. Hi Mark. A couple of questions, Jim. I don't know about Cham and the lad Brown for the morning. Have you heard any news of they are going to be fit or not? Well, and Cham's missing, but uh, Scott Brown, we believe, is going to be fit to take part. But uh, Olivia and Cham will definitely be missing. And Ryan Christie's suspended as well. Yeah, that's according to Neil Lennon, Mark. So just blame him if it doesn't right. go that way tomorrow. <laughs> we question, Mark. I heard yes. you saying there about good result for Rangers, but it was tonight. Um, I heard you saying as well, I think. Correct me if I'm wrong That a good season Now if Rangers win the Scottish Cup Am I right or wrong You'd say that earlier on Yeah I, I think if, if Rangers go on now And, and win the, the Scottish Cup I think that would be Would be more than, than acceptable Yeah for, for the time being For sure Right And I've just I've heard you On the radar Along the rest of the pundits Saying that uh, They'll run Celtic Close to the end of the season So How would the Scottish Cup It's all about the, the league Is that right Well the How start... does the Scottish Cup Become great for Rangers Well that's the no, thing I think Mark, Because you're now it. you've got to assess it Week by week, month by month At the start of the season I tipped Celtic to win it But I thought it would go to the wire I thought this wouldn't surprise me If it's a last day of the season type campaign I don't expect that to be the case Now Rangers obviously set out with the objective Of trying to win the league I don't think that's going to happen now So therefore you have to readjust your targets And the Scottish Cup becomes I think you know Not the only focus for Rangers Because at this moment in time They'll still believe they've got a chance of winning the league But I think realistically The Scottish Cup is the most gettable uh, chance of a trophy and I think if they, they win that uh, bearing in mind what's happened in Europe and also the fact that they have beaten Celtic this season albeit I expect Celtic win the league I'm not saying that Rangers will be ecstatic at that at seeing Celtic winning nine in a row but I do think that when you put everything into the pot and you assess assess everything at the end of the season I think if Rangers were to win the Scottish Cup I think it would be acceptable for sure yeah, You said acceptable Mark not great just I just wanted everyone to be singing off the same hymn sheet there Right okay no, no that's fine I no, just when I heard Mark earlier on saying that I just knew that the rest of them had said they would run Celtic close but um, no, that's fair enough Mark that's fine but that's, I just see them they were up for the they won the league after Christmas and it's just backfired again on what usually happens well, I mean, uh, Celtic have, 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 have no, you know, they've they've been immense since the turn of the year domestically, you know, and I think that's the thing, Matt. You know, uh, you've got to take advantage of your rival slip ups, and Celtic have taken full advantage. There's been times when you know uh, teams don't take advantage of that, but I, again, I, I think great credit goes to to Neil Lennon for for changing the dynamics of his, his side. You know, and going with Griffiths and Edward up front, a lot of people had written uh, Lee Griffiths off. Uh, you know, and I think that um, you know the manager used that winter break to get him not just physically ready but mentally ready, and uh, he's making a huge impact in the team now. So I think the the, the credit goes to the manager and to to Lee Griffiths, um, you know, for for maybe knowing it is his last chance that if he had to get it right, and he and he has done so far. It's all a fair bit to go, but you would expect Celtic, um, you know, to 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 win the league. But in terms of European nights tonight, I think. 
you know, enormous credit has to go to Rangers and, um, you know, because uh, to go away from home and, and to win that as comprehensively did, if it was, doesn't matter who, which Scottish teams, it's, they're few and far between these type of results. So great credit, but it's due. And it's up to Celtic now to, to, to you know, go and, go and do their bit tomorrow night. I feel like expecting to do it. I think they'll win by a couple of goals tomorrow night. I think the atmosphere and the tempo that Celtic play up will be too much for Copenhagen. But we'll have to wait and see. Mark, will Celtic join Rangers in the next round? I think so after last week Gordon but uh, as Mark says earlier on you never know what happens in these games so I keep the fingers crossed but uh, thanks for having me on anyway lads thank you cheers Mark, cheers, Mark. Thank, thank you very much that was Mark and Hamilton I'm wondering if we'll be able to squeeze one more in it'll be touch and go anyway um, in terms of the way Celtic go about that tomorrow Jim we went through a phase really didn't we where Celtic did have a fortress at home in Europe they probably got away from that for a little while But I wonder if that sort of feeling is back That conference where The players know it The fans know it The opposition Maybe even know it That if Celtic need that little bit To get them over the line It will come in the form of The home support Yeah I mean I think again As I said The you know European nights At Celtic Park Are, are special And you know and there's, there's, It's not just me It says it You know you've had, you've had World superstars have, have said that You know Celtic Park Atmosphere is, is incredible So I think that um, You know Celtic Came out uh, after Copenhagen, keep the tempo up, uh, the intensity of the game up, the way they play, the way they have been playing. I think they're a much better side, and I think they'll be too good for for, for Copenhagen tomorrow night. And uh, I say it's just about being clinical, but you know, I I, I just I just for me, I, I think Celtic have got too much quality. Listen, in any game of football, if you're off the pace of the opposition, get a little sniff, you know, you get a bad break, or whatever happens to be, things can happen. But taking everything from a level playing field. For me Celtic are better It doesn't guarantee you anything Mark Weary But looking back to some of those group stage results at Celtic Park In particular The Wren game The 3-1 victory The Cluj game The the 2-0 victory Celtic made them look routine They made Mm. it look like routine And no disrespect They made it look like Premiership matches Against sort of mid-table teams That's how comfortable they were Not to say that will be the case tomorrow But there's clearly a lot to draw on there In terms of being confident at home in these types of games Yeah I mean I think I remember saying at the start of the European campaign For Celtic they had to make Celtic part of Fortress again You know I think Celtic have dotted around They've had two or three really good results in Europe But probably for about the best part of a decade or so Since the end of Neil Lennon's first spell uh, Or sorry even like going back to Tony Mowbray's um, time And Gordon Stratton's last year It's not been so the best part of a decade They've kind of probably missed it being a Fortress And teams being scared the way it was under Gordon Strachan and Martin O'Neill So I think they're on the road to doing that again now And I, that's why I fancy Celtic to win 3-1 tomorrow night We can hear from Stephen Gerrard for the first time this evening Happy as you would imagine Yeah very happy um, You know the players have had to put in maximum effort um, to, to, to get the job done tonight We've played against a very high class opposition Very dangerous opponents who are in probably the best form they've been in for some time. They've got a real bright young coach who knows what he's doing, you know, to top a group in the Europa League and be the highest scorers. Um, they certainly know what they're doing here, so the players um, have been outstanding to a man over both games uh, to get the job done. I'm really proud of them. Proud you would be, Jim, if you were in Steven Gerrard's shoes at the moment. Yeah, so he should be. I mean, as I said, he's asked questions of his players and they've stood up to it you know they've answered the questions you know they've said yeah we're good enough and we are strong enough mentally to deal with it to deal with the expectations and they've went there and put on a, an outstanding professional you know performance and uh, in every aspect from Rangers tonight you know as I say from the discipline in terms of you know not losing their shape you know keeping keeping to to the you know the, the instructions of the manager and the coaching staff right through to understanding how the opposition play 
you know, not just going forward, but the space that we'd have left behind and managed to use that counter attacking mm. um, to to perfection. So, listen, everything from Rangers tonight deserves a, a great deal of praise. And Stephen Gerrard's rightfully proud of his players. And you know, as I said before, the the only thing that would frustrate him is. Is how does he get it in a more regular basis mm. domestically? Yeah, to get a result like that, Mark, we mentioned that earlier it has to be a collective. Stephen Gerrard must take enormous credit for picking those players tonight, for setting them up in the right way, and then the players get the credit for doing their job and carrying out what Stephen Gerrard wanted them to do. Yeah, and I, th- I think you know he should be very proud of himself. Um, you know, because that's a big. You know, he's a young coach himself. He's only in his second full season. Uh, and management So he and his staff Have got every right To feel proud of themselves Right we squeeze that in Just before the end Plenty more to come On tomorrow night's show With regards reaction From Stephen Gerrard You've got a couple more To get though Ooh, On the teaser Stephen Pearson Yes that's a great show I thought you were Going to miss that one Played for Motherwell Of course On a couple of occasions Paul Lambert Nope Scott Brown No Right okay I'm, 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 I'm struggling Okay One of them Went on to play for Oh, oh. oh, 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 oh Liam Miller Yes That saves me think That's one less clue I have to think of Alright the last one Also played for St Mirren oh, Mark, Briefly I think it wasn't You know He's been in the coaching staff At a Scottish Premiership side Very recently He has been <laughs> So he's no I, longer He was even <laughs> acting as translator For the manager Oh, uh, Massimo, Massimo Donati Massimo oh, yeah. Donati There we go We got there in the end Thank you yeah, To Mark Guiri and Jim Duffy Thank you for all your calls Tweets And for paying us company Paying us company? For joining <laughs> us <laughs> paying you zero <laughs> Aye, we don't get paid <laughs> Thanks for joining us On tonight's show We are back tomorrow Six o'clock Gordon DL And Mark Wilson What a show it should be Because we're going to react To a huge night for Rangers Hear even more from Stephen Gerrard And build up to kick off On a massive night for Celtic At Celtic Park So do join us But in the meantime Just stay there Callum Gallagher is up next Super Scoreboard with Thompson's personal injury solicitors. Compensation you deserve. When there's been foul play, talk to Thompson's.com.